it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello um hello um hello welcome back to um hello our episode by episode jersey shore recap i'm cookie and i'm your host gwow together we are cookie and gwow coming at you with season two episode four which is called breaking up which should allude to the drama that is about to ensue now let me just say uh-huh we've been doing this podcast for weeks months yep and it's finally time the note is here and it's going to drop a giant bomb and i can't wait to discuss one of TV reality's most iconic moments. More on that later. So we come back into this episode with basically a recap of Ronnie being an asshole. Even after he had ditched Sam at the club or whatever the night before, there was a montage with him of with other women. And that is where we are now let off, where they're just like, again, still like, what even are we doing? No, I, I, I'm lost on the timeline. Does this happen that same night? No, I think it's the next morning when Snooki calls Emilio again. That's the next morning, right? Nope. It's all the same night. It's just confusing because they didn't leave the house until after midnight. Mm. And by the time the guys get home, it's 6 a.m. So right. all this stuff happening with the girls, it's probably like three or four a it's probably four a.m i remember okay okay which is confusing because like it's so everything's so late in miami i remember the timeline now i'm all cut up i forgot for a second but i got it okay so ronnie says he's gonna go out despite sam not wanting him to the girls go to a really late dinner and we pick up after the girls get back from dinner but the guys are still at the club got it and snooki decides i'm gonna call my mans and and he's at the club and it's loud and she's telling him I want to talk to you, go somewhere else. And they're just kind of shouting back and forth at each other. And he, I forget the exact words, but he essentially says, fuck you, you're being annoying and hangs up. He, he's, and he says, whatever, there's a bunch of naked women at this club anyway, so screw you, bye. Which is just like not warranted because what did she even do? Tell you that she couldn't hear you? you literally. I don't understand. If I were him and annoyed, the worst thing I would do is just be like, it's too loud. I'll call you when I get home and then hang up. I wouldn't be like, well, there's naked bitches anyway. But what the hell? These are these red flags that we miss. And again, these the cat, Snooki at this point was like 22 or three. She's very young. They're dating like this, like they're month three. That's a good time to see a red flag is month three. But even when you're young, sometimes you ignore them or you can't. You don't have the ability to understand what's happening yet. And yeah. as you get older, and I'm starting to get a new place in my life where I, I now see that if you're dating someone for three months and they yell at you because you asked them to go in another room so you could talk to them, <laughs> to me, that's a red flag. Because if you're going out and you're annoyed that I'm calling you and you're not excited to speak to me when you haven't seen me in, in weeks or days yeah. at this point, that to me is a red flag. That means you don't want to talk to me. That means I'm annoying you. No, I totally agree, especially what you just said. Like, if you're not super excited to talk to me, like when my girlfriend was um, doing like work in another city and we were kind of like pseudo long distance for a little bit, Mm. anytime she would call me, probably to the point where it annoyed my friends, (laughs) I would just be like, oh, my girlfriend's calling bye. And like, nope, because I, 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 maybe this makes me sound bad, (laughs) but like, sorry, my girlfriend is, I would literally always rather be talking to her than probably anybody else, like not trying to offend anybody. And that was absolutely not not what was happening here and yeah like the other thing too is that they probably haven't spent this kind of like dynamic away from each other since they've only been mm-hmm. dating for a couple of months they probably spent a lot of time going to clubs together and not in this you know situation yeah that makes sense and they haven't been together for very long so 
maybe this is their wake up call that they don't really like each other all that much, I guess. Maybe. And this whole show is a very <clears throat> is a very gendered show. And so it turns into the girls all being like, guys suck, which I get it. And, you know, the guys are all very much like women don't understand. And um, Snooki actually says, which as oh. a queer woman, fucking hilarious. Do you have the uh, the quote? I'll, I'll, I'll let her say it. I have the quote. I know yes. exactly what we're talking about. The clip. Yeah. Guys are douchebags and I hate them all. They don't know how to deal with women, and I feel that's why the lesbian rate is going up in this country. Oh my god, Snook! In this country, oh my god, it's so funny. I can't tell if Snooki's an ally or not at this point, but I'm living either that's way. It's moment. hilarious. This is that moment, um, and, and this happens a lot where people, it, it used to happen a lot back in the day where people would be like, I'm sick of guys, I'm going gay. Yeah, like, it is problematic because it's like, well, I'll just take this secondary option since option one isn't being nice to me. However, it's funny. I, I, get, I funny. get her sentiment because men can be such <laughs> trash. It's, I mean, it's, we're seeing a lot of that this season and Sammy even asks them straight up since they're on the topic of shitty men. Hey, what do you think I should do about mine? Now, does this sound bad? But the thing is, I am a gay man. So I date men. However, yeah, I'm I know sorry. That, well, I was if I was a bisexual man, I would only romantically date women. I, that's Cookie, just, I, I am a bisexual technically, there, yeah. and I I won't date men. There and you go. like maybe I mean I have, but like I don't. It's not it's not as fun as dating women is so fun. And so like well, it's not a choice because I see some men who are hot. I actively choose to not interact because of their brains. I always say. <laughs> and I am, I love being gay. I'm I'm a very proud gay person. However, a part of me wishes like, I want a wife. I want a wife. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want a wife because you want to like romantically and sexually no. be involved with her. You might love her, but you want a bestie yeah. like, oh my God, let's do this together. You want to file our taxes? Now let's you know make dinner. I, let's go shopping. Very that. You know what I want? I want a Will and Grace scenario. I want that would be perfect for you, I yeah. feel like. It's like a twin flame. Yeah, I be, yeah, exactly. It's a twin flame, but it doesn't have to be romantic or sexual. Like Jenny and Snooki. Oh, Jenny and Snooki. Well, speaking of Jenny and Snooki, this is a moment where they're like there for each other. And I also yes. have to say, this is a very rare, very rare moment where Angelina is fully one of the girls. She's yeah. in the conversation. She's also saying, fuck, man. Like, she's part of the group. And this doesn't happen often. So I'm, I bet she was excited. Yeah, I do feel like, though, when Sammy was asking them, like, what do you think I should do about Ron? Oh, yeah. That's probably when they should have told her because yeah. that would have been the time when, like, maybe the guys would have understood because Snooki, like, had just had this blow up with Emilio. And the, I don't know. I feel like it's one thing to not tell her. It's another thing to lie to her face when she asks you, like, you know, if you're not going to go out of your way because you don't want to start drama, that is, that's different than lying when she asks you. Cause if, if the guys were mad, I'd be like, she asked me, I'm not going to lie. I completely agree. I think this right here was the exact perfect moment for them to fess up and they let the window pass. And it, yep. it, it once once this ended and the day the next day came at that point it was never going to be easy at yep. that point it was always going to be why didn't you tell me before when i asked yeah. this was their perfect moment she asked them flat out do you know anything none of the guys were in the house ronnie was nowhere to be seen they should have just said something they, yep. they didn't even need to go into full detail they could have just said like 
Ron is behaving one way in the club and then coming home to you and behaving a different way. And I don't and know. You need I to mean, ask him the details because yeah. he's not telling you. And it is a little weird to let her be in the dark like that. Yep. I agree. And that, so now when Snooki and Wow, we just said, you know, twin flames, they love each other. All stuff. So Snooki's boyfriend calls back and he admits that he cheated on her after they had this fight. The way he said it was mm -hmm. so awful. He goes, I fucked a girl tonight. I, I know. fucked her. Yeah. Here's the thing. I Ooh. commend him, though, for not hiding it and for being well, forthcoming. But that there, you could have worked on the delivery. But then it. before Snooki was going to hang up, he said he was kidding. Was uh, kidding? No, that was. No, he wasn't kidding. No, no that right? was. No, that was because she was like, I never want to talk to you again. Yeah. I don't know what he expected from that. What was that? I don't know. So he keeps calling back, which number one, I missed the duck phone. What is Me this? Too. What is this random after we had iconic phone? Well, you, no. It's like number, some fucking office phone from the 90s. <laughs> right. Right. Number two, Wow is just such a good friend because Snooki obviously is upset, but Wow's just like, oh, honey, I got this. She answers the phone and she's like, yeah, you're never going to get anything better than my best friend and you're a fucking idiot and you're in low life with no job anyway and you're never going anywhere and you just lost the best thing that ever happened to you. Bye. Slams the phone down. That bitch is a ride or die. And what and this speaks to Snooki being a little bit a more of a strong person because she didn't like say like why'd you say that or call him back she was like yeah fuck him I'm thank you for saying that like she kind of stood by <laughs> she the... goes that was mean but he deserved <laughs> it <laughs> right like what I, what I'm saying is like if, if that, not you know not to victim blame but if that was Sam she would have called him back and been like I'm sorry she said that we don't oh, mean that yeah one hundred you know what I mean one hundred percent and Snooki doubled down she's like good I'm glad you said that. And that is honestly model behavior because women should not be taking men's shit. Like I, I'm no no shade to Sammy because what she's going through here is literally mental torture because she right. like can't leave the house and stuff. But right. for girls who are watching, Snooki is the example here. When somebody, not even girls, when people are people who are watching, Snooki is the example here. When somebody treats you like shit, believe who they are who, the mm -hmm. first time. You know like that expression. The first like, time, yes. Then throw, take out the trash when it starts to stink. There you go. I love that. I've never heard that one. I just made it up. Okay. Did you just coin that? I guarantee some famous person is going to say it and they're going to get credit. You, they, you're right. Famous people are absolutely listening to our podcast. Timestamp the shit. Well, hello. Correct. Um, hello. We just got a little special follow. Did we not? Who followed oh up? my gosh. Yes. That was so exciting because <laughs> I I decided I was going to go follow all of the Jersey Shortcasts on our social medias because why wouldn't I? It's not only is it entertaining for me to have now a, a fully con uh, configurable for you page and Instagram feed of just Jersey Shore, but also like we should be in the know. We need to be reposting them, whatever. And I followed not just the cast, but also husbands and significant others. I'm a big fan of Nikki, Polly's girlfriend. Oh. So I followed Diener's husband, which we haven't, you know, talked too much about Diener's on the show yet because she's not coming till next season, even though I think we've said we're avid fans of hers. She's and my now, favorite. now even more so because her husband, Mr. Chris Buckner, followed us back. And I looked, he's not like following every, he's not like a follow for follow kind of guy. Does he's he follow got other over, podcasts? No, he follows one other podcast. <gasps> and I don't even think it was Jersey Shore related. 
Oh do you think God. we like tricked him with our name? Like, do you think he thinks we're like Angelina or something? I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I'm glad he followed us. Hopefully he sees it and shows Dina. I want to get to season three already so we can, so we can post Dina clips. Cause I love her and I want her to notice us so bad. I'm a big fan. Chris, if you're listening, I'm such a big fan. Not only did I watch Dina's on Jersey Shore, I watched you both on Couples Therapy and I love you guys to see, especially now y'all married. Cause on the show, they were just like dating and I love mm. them. I love them. And just to say one more thing on Dina, cause we're going to get to her next season, but she was like such a, a refresher on the show. I feel like she helped keep it relevant. I, 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 even though she wasn't the most popular character, her presence very much was important. And I love her so much. And so if you're wait. listening, we're going to mm-hmm. talk, we're going to talk more about oh, next season. Go ahead. So here's the thing. So I said, he's not like a follow for follow guy. He is following like 1500 accounts, like, like a little over a thousand, but he has over a hundred thousand followers. So that's Mm -hmm. like the ratio shows that his follow really means something. Now I just, as a little, as a little game here, and you can choose if this is going to be Patreon bonus content, or if you want to keep this in the episode, but just as a little game, I decided I wanted to see how many followers everybody in the cast had. So I ranked them from most to least followers. And I want you to guess who do you think? And we're going to go from top to bottom, just the cast, no significant others and things, because some significant others do have more uh, followers than some cast members. But who in the cast do you think has the most followers? Or maybe do you want to do a top three? Interesting. Okay, I'm going to do a top three, but then I'm going to try to narrow it down to one from there. Okay. Oh, this is fun. Okay. So I think I know when I came up this game, I was so excited. Now, was this um, social media or TikTok? Instagram. 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 Okay. Because that's where the follows really count. So I'm going to say, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Obviously, Snooki. Then I guess Polly. And then maybe Mike. But okay. Well, am I right on the top three? Mike, Polly, and Snooki. Two out of three are correct. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, so I'm sticking with Snooki and I'm sticking with Polly. So Those would... are the correct ones. Okay. I thought so. So who's number three? I guess Wow. Is it Jenny? It's Wow. So number one is Snooki, of course. Of course. Because she's, again, we carried. Yeah. But she has almost double, way more than double than most of the cast. Mm-hmm. And almost double than who's in the number two spot. Oh. Snooki has... 15.8 million followers at the time that we are recording this podcast. Jenny's number two with 7.9. Oh. Isn't that fascinating that Snooki yes. has more than double or well, more than double than most of the, like way more than double than most of the cast, almost four times as much than a lot of the cast and, and almost double than Jenny. She's that far beyond everybody just is everyone's following Snooki Cody there's 15 million people almost 6 million people following her yeah well I've actually seen I think a lot of like celebrities follow her like she's like the moment she's a star now Polly is number three and he's coming in this is where they all start to go together they're a little bit closer like Snooki's really big Jenny's pretty big and all of these are starting to be around the same so mm-hmm. Polly's next with 4.8 million which is still a ton mm-hmm. but again we're kind of we're halving the followers so far so who do you think would be next? Uh, Mike. Still not Mike. It's no? next Vinny with 4.2. How did he fall from grace? He was one of the stars back in the day. Are you going to continue until Mike's I'm going to say goddamn Mike again. Mike is still not no, number what? five. So number five, possible? number five is your favorite Deaners, Nicole. Deaner. Okay, good. 
Oh, I Dina really Nicole, Nicole Buckner. She is 3.7 million followers. Now, who's now, next? I give up. You might be thinking, number six, is this where we finally have Mike? But you would be wrong. What? Next is Sammy Sweetheart with 3.5 okay. million followers. All Everybody's right. in the millions. So finally, number seven is Mr. Mike's situation what? with 3.1 million followers. Still a ton. Yeah, but how? I can't believe it. <laughs> Now, number eight would be Ronnie with an even two million followers, which Ooh. people unfollow. I'm following him on the Jersey Shore accounts, but people unfollow him. He is problematic. Yeah. Um, and then finally, last but not least, is Angelina, which you probably could have guessed was going to be last. She has 1.3 million followers. I also think it's really interesting. She's the only one really who's kind of like hustling in her bio. Like mm. it has for all bookings, email this. Whereas looking at the rest, like people have tagged their other, you know, side hustles or have an email maybe, which would imply you could go there for booking. But it's not it's like, you know, Vinny G shop and, you know, like Angelina's is the only one that's clearly still hustling. And not to like be a hater, because there's times when I'm stuck in the past, too. So I'm a bit of a hypocrite in this sense. But I have to say, Angelina is stuck in time a little bit. I've looked mm -hmm. at her Instagram and she's very much giving 2016 Insta baddie. Is she not? Yeah. It's very yeah. 2016. And I listen, I'm stuck in the past in my own way as well. But she is giving very. Yeah. Well, sorry to derail us there with that little fun activity, but that was a really fun. And the only thing I wanted to mention before we take a little break here um, is that, you know, they again, the girls are all like kind of talking shit on the guys. Sammy is definitely starting to unravel. They're kind of throwing broken plates and the house is a mess. And when Ronnie finally comes home, it's 6 a.m. and he takes no accountability for anything. And then what happens? They fight and maybe break up. We're not sure with Sam and Ron because. Well, and I want to specify that when they were breaking the dishes, it wasn't like in a fit of rage. I think they were doing it in like a cathartic, cathartic and like a, a bonding way where they were all just letting out their rage and frustration and kind of laughing about it in a way like it was I thought it was a sweet moment. It's actually very therapeutic. Like that's a really great therapy tool is like. Mm -hmm being able to concentrate like the the emotion in yourself on one thing like taking a plate and breaking it and then the fact that they're laughing like that was definitely a good release that they all needed and it was fun for us to watch too because i felt like i got a little energy out seeing and it wasn't ah! their and it wasn't their fucking dishes so who cares let production <laughs> buy more yeah. exactly um should we get into the fight after the break yes all right we'll be back can't get enough of um hello never <laughs> well check us out on social media we're on instagram and tiktok at um hello pod and if you are listening to us but you'd rather be watching you can go to patreon.com slash um hello there's also going to be tons of bonus content including bonus episodes and behind the scenes like how i got my snooky post and last but not least if you're a brand or you just want to give us money send us an email a professional email at um hello pod at gmail.com all right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. All right, we are back. Um, hello. Hi, welcome back. Um, so we where, where do we leave off? Uh, oh, Ron you know, Sam? just more Ron and Sam drama. Of, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. So Ron comes home from the club, smashed, and he passes out. Um, I think is that is is, is he in the smush room? 
Is that the guest I, room? I don't know if he because he has his own bed. They just end up together all the time. So he probably he just didn't even say anything and just passed out in what was probably his bed. So she goes in and is like, what the fuck, dude? And I think Sam, I think the right choice would have been wait till the next morning. Yeah. But I get her, I get I get why she went in and, and woke him up. Well, she'd have been waiting up all night for him. So I think she just yeah. needed some sort of closure of like acknowledgement before she went to sleep pissed. He gets mad that he's being confronted and again mm-hmm. calls her a bitch again. Mm-hmm. Yep. She really should let him go at this at this point. Yeah. And this is just another example of him just being cruel. And maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't harp on so much because we talk about it a lot. So I guess we should probably move on. But it's it was just cruel. Not fun. so yeah. So the next day, the girls and guys again kind of split up and the girls all go to lunch. And again, this is another time when the truth could have been told. And instead, Angelina totally covers for Ron. And the girls play dumb when Sammy asks them the first time where they're like, I I don't know. I don't know. But Angelina flat out lies. This is why I I think Sam keeps asking them because she's not dumb and she could pick up on the fact that they're hiding something. Yeah. Because it's so awkward. They try to change the subject. They're like, oh, these, these chopsticks. Oh, gosh, I'm so full. I've eaten so much. Yeah. And Sam's just staring at them like she knows they're if they're hiding something. I have to wonder how much production has an influence on things like this because th- they're starting to have a lot of girl time. And are they like mm. encouraging the girls to do this in hopes that it comes out? Uh, I believe yes, because based on the Reddit drama I've seen uh, and sort of some tea that's been spilled by producers, they mm-hmm. wanted desperately for Sam to know. They wanted so bad for Sam to know everything that Ron did because they think they wanted... Right now we're getting these tense, extreme arguments, but I think they wanted a blowout. They wanted a big breaking stuff, dramatic stuff, fights that we ended up getting later. They wanted that. I have a couple of different theories on production, which I'll get into in a second here, but I think they're definitely becoming uncomfortable as well because we kind of are as viewers of like, this can only go on so long before, you know, this bomb explodes. For sure. I I just don't. I think they wanted to just set it off. Just get it over with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they wanted this tension to continue all season. I think they wanted their blow up. So on this topic. So Mike has Sunday dinner going again, which tells me that this is about the second week. They've been there for over a week now. This is maybe day like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are having dinner and Angelina does spill a little bit of tea. She's like, oh, what about, you know, they're kind of recapping nights. And she's like, oh, what about when Ron was dancing with that blonde girl? And you see Ronnie even come like, stop, stop, stop. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, again, is that production influence? Like, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, Sam lets it go. She doesn't ask for follow-up. Yeah. Which I thought was a little weird. I can't tell. I think inside she's just panicking and doesn't know what to do or say. Maybe she was embarrassed in front of everybody that she didn't want to push it, but that would have been a moment to be like, what was that? What'd you say? I thought you didn't see anything. So this is where I have a big theory. So they finish play, they finish dinner and they decide we're going to play a game and we're all going to write questions and put them into a bowl. Mm. Now we know from this Reddit thread that talks about production being involved with the note, we've learned that they are not allowed to write anything down. Mm -hmm. So to play this game, they probably either needed to have special permission or the producers were the ones who suggested it in the first place because maybe they, maybe production wrote the cheating question or they told somebody to, because then that would be one way for it to come out. So I think that because what we know about 
them not being able to write, but they're clearly writing questions. This was production's first attempt at right. getting it out in the open. I 1000% agree. And obviously I don't know anything more than you do, but I, I am very confident that production wrote all those questions and asked them to sit down. And I think like somebody sat them down and said, hey, come play this game. You know what I mean? I don't think it was the cast idea at all. And yeah. like you said, I think this was their first attempt to, to really meddle and try to get the story they wanted. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, it, they were having trouble production was not getting what they wanted because none of the cast wants to be the one responsible for having the bomb go off and that's the thing is that the longer it went on the more of a bomb it was going to be of like not just ron did this but everybody knew but you and so the longer it goes on it's this like catch 22 where Mm -hmm. nobody wants to be the one to explode the bomb but the longer it goes off the bigger the bomb is which then even more makes people not want to be the one so they're just all like passing around this thing like a hot potato like are you gonna say it are you gonna say it they're asking questions have you ever cheated and it's so awkward because nobody wants to be the one to raise their hand and light the fire and ronnie says in response to the question have you ever cheated he said no well yeah everyone's cheated before um no that's way too cavalier of an answer uh, not everyone's cheated before. You're projecting because many people have not cheated. Maybe people and in that room had, but <laughs> I've probably I've definitely like cheated. But if if I were to just say it like that, like well, everyone's cheated before, I sound like a fucking asshole. If I say I cheated like once when I was 16 and I haven't, I don't cheat now. That's a that's a different scenario than oh everyone's cheated right like it's just it's fine like what a shady bitch (laughs) and so this this game ends where you know their question game ends the truth has not come out and no one's really satisfied with that and so the girls go out to eat the guys go gtl and I think Sammy's staying home or something because she's not around when Sammy uh, or when Snooki and Jenny are kind of talking about how they have to do something. Yeah, and I don't know how this works out production-wise or what was said, to, but somehow it's Jenny, Snooki, and Angelina all three go that's out. right. Which is a weird pairing. Usually Angelina's not in that. But that's of- important because Angelina is flat out like, I think this is a good idea, which mm-hmm. then later on she tries to double down and is like, I'm not involved, I'm not involved. But it's like, no, 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 this was the inception meeting and there you are, a founding father, girl. And to remind everybody, everything in the note that we're about to get to comes from Angelina's mouth. That's her information. 100% a good point. They wouldn't even know half of what was in there. Now, Snooki was there for like one night, but if like the first two sentences, they wouldn't even know if it weren't for Angelina. So you girl, you're involved. And later on, she says, I don't want to be involved. And Snooki's like, well, you are. And facts. It's become a situation where they're all involved, whether they like it or not. And they can't just choose to tap out at that point. It's too late. It's, it's yep. too far gone at that point. Once you get to the point where you know stuff and you're lying to Sam's face and you've now involved yourself, it's you're in. It's too late. It's gone way too far. And now yeah. every, everybody in the house is involved. Even the guys, they just get a pass because they're like supposed to be on, you know, again, it's very gendered. So they're supposed to take the guy's right. side, whatever. But every, every, it, nobody's nobody's really free of what's about to happen. That's why nobody wants to poke the bear because everybody's yeah. scared because they're all involved. That says a lot about the toxicity of Ron and Sam and what kind of vibe they gave off. 
Yeah, I agree, though. When another like, you know, one of the, a fun, silly moment, they're walking. And this is where Angelina's just a little like a little she's Angelina. Snooki says she smells a fart and uh, Angelina proudly proclaims that it was her. That this is when I do kind of like Angelina when she's like <laughs> that if she just played into this like funny oh yeah I'm gross and it's whatever like she's she's funny I thought that was just a quick thing but I thought that was fun again emotional whiplash it kind of breaks up the toxic moments <laughs> so much emotional whiplash so before they go out and everything um why don't we take a little break so then we get into the night and then the note all right we'll be all back right. hey Gwell. Hey, Cookie. Do you like electro pop music? Of course. Well, I love electro pop music, which is why I make it. <laughs> so I'm going to play a song for you right now. And if you like what you hear, make sure to check me out. You can find all the links on my social medias. I'm available at Angel Iconic Music. We're heading through a wormhole, baby. You better run. We're coming to Earth. And if we get there then we might stay your world that has more than you deserve um hello uh hello um hello we're back back again and they're going out again because what else is there to do at night <laughs> in miami but before they go out sam and ron have to quick have a little fight before they even leave just kind of get it out of the way it's a like, quick one. It's like shit, shower, shave, fight. There, that's their definition of a quickie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you wait? That's so funny. Can you imagine? They're like all tense and they're like, "Can we get out of quickie real quick?" Yeah, okay. You're a fucking bitch and I hate you. Fuck like, you, Ron. You're fucking playing me out right now. Okay, cool. Now let's go to the club. <laughs> yeah, I feel better. Let's go. That's so funny. And of course, by the time they get to the club, they're still fighting. And Sammy's just like more confused, I think, at this point, because I think in her head at this point, she's kind of going through this like, what is what am I even in this for? Why am I like she actually admits like I'm hurting and I don't like she's just confused at what to do. And Ronnie is again not home. Like, why is he drinking to this extent all the time? Like, like you said, there's definitely something beneath the surface there. And well, yeah. And they set this one up from the beginning. There, there was a moment when they were pre-gaming in the house when you were like, "Oh, this is gonna be a night," because Ron mm -hmm. makes a drink, and they're talking about how, like, "Oh, damn, that's strong." <gasps> he goes, "Oh, I can. It's not that I can handle it. I, I'll, I'll uh, funnel it. I'll pound it." And everyone's like uh paulie even said sure? or i forget if it was paulie or sitch but even one of the guys says if you're gonna drink that whole thing i'm scared for what's gonna happen tonight and that that's that was right to have that thought that was correct so essentially he was fucked up before he left the house which is not never a good situation you never want to arrive to the first club fucked up already um, right. tipsy at best tipsy at best a, a quick a little buzz and a giggle that's perfect if you want to have yeah a little bit in you to save some money that's different than like he was just trying to again drink not party he wanted to turn the lights out so yeah and then club. like obviously obviously at, when they're fighting at the club sammy's just like i'm not doing this with you like i'm leaving and i don't even think that she like ditched him like they were fighting and she left with the girls and ronnie stayed with all the guys but this somehow turned into like ronnie got left behind from everybody which was well, not sam's fault but of course he blames her right well and you know what and i think it goes back to like polly was saying like oh if you're gonna drink that thing i'm scared for tonight uh, i think the guys were also it seemed like the guys were also like a little bit like let's 
we no, need to you're get away right. from him. You're right, because they even before they leave, it's like, who's going to babysit him? I'm not. And Sammy's yeah. like, I'm not. So no one wants to be responsible for Ron, who's acting this way, which I don't blame any of them. So leaving him completely alone in the club may not have been the right answer, but I feel like all of completely them... alone with production star. Yeah, but I mean, just in terms of how he would react, that yeah. may not have been the right call. However, yeah. I get why they all wanted to leave. And they're kind of were like, yeah, fuck him. Let's go. Like, we're with Sam right now. And I give Sammy credit because at this point, she's not even making a scene when they show she went to a different club with the girls and you see her like actually kind of having like, I'm sure she's not thrilled that the situation is what it is, but she's not like upset or crying. She's actually just kind of like dancing and vibing with the girls. And then she looks over and all of a sudden Ron is at the same club looking like a drunk, drunk mess. And she doesn't look happy to see him. She looks like. Oh, great. He followed me here. Like she almost was like able to breathe for a second. And then he was like, just kidding. I'm back. And when he gets to the club, he's been drinking since they left him. Like I feel like I'm back and I'm drunker than ever. Well, exactly. I feel like when they left him in the club, he got more drunk and then followed them because he shows up and he has gone. It's actually concerning the level of drunk he is, which again, I just why is production not cutting him off or anything and I don't really agree with Sammy's decision to take care of him in spite of everything but she probably just feels like nobody else is going to do it not right. even production and so she probably if anything just feels really responsible right I feel really bad for her because I think that she's stuck between a rock and a hard place and it's not like she's emotionless and she has she cares for him even if he's hurting her that makes me sad. Like the way she was like rubbing his back while he was, you know, passed out and saying, you know, I've got your back baby or whatever she was saying and went and got him a bucket to throw up in like to see the level of which she's considering him and she's going out of her way to take care of him in this moment. It breaks my heart because he's yep. never going to reciprocate that. You're never going to get that back. And it's it really is heartbreaking to see because I don't think this is a TV thing. I think she really loved him. And it's just I it's heartbreaking. Know. It's really hard to watch because I I feel for her here and like she's being really good to him. Like she's really nice. Mm-hmm. He does not deserve it. But anyway, so then we cut to the next day and Ron is, of course, super hung over as as you would be. He's puking his life up now. Finally, it's final. Finally, the alcohol has said we need to get out of this body. <laughs> so Ronnie is super hungover. I don't think he was scheduled for any shift. And so he, I, I presume, stays in bed. Now, again, we're in the gelato shop, which mm. is way more important this season, apparently, than their job was last season. And so Sam is, I think, scheduled to work with two of the guys. And that's how then... Um, Jenny and and Snooky end up being able mm. to sneak off to the cyber cafe, which what is that? That's... That is so old school. That was already old school in that era. Yeah, I was I gonna say, why. was that even a thing then? No, that's very like 90s, early 2000s. I'm shocked that that existed and that production didn't like just get them a laptop somehow or something right. like it to me. I'm like, that's so f- the most far fetched thing about this episode is the fact that a cyber cafe existed without production, putting it up for them to write the note in. I'll be honest. There were some that were left over like Magic Mountain uh, in California. It's a theme park. Um uh-huh. It had a cyber cafe up until like 2013. So they oh, were around. They, they were very outdated and nobody used them, but they existed. And this is where I uh, I don't agree about a laptop because production could not look like they set it up. They needed it to look like 
uh, Snooki and Jenny just went off and found and did it on their own with no meddling. If they had provided them with a computer, it would have looked too production-y. I don't know. Like, what if they had set up a guy who was on a laptop at a at a cafe and they were like, we should go ask him. I don't know. I maybe maybe I'm pushing, but I feel like the cyber cafe seems so far fetched that anything else seems just as much in the realm of of possibilities. I'm telling you, they did exist back then. Still, they were just ending at that time, but they were around. All right, fine. Well, they go to write the note, and the first thing that Snooki says when they sit down, should we do it in pink font? <laughs> so Snooki types, Jenny talks. They're trying to change some terms. Like they they usually say they said they usually say tits, and here they're gonna say breasts because they wanted this to look like <laughs> it came from production or somewhere else. So well, can-, <laughs> can I just say really quick? Yeah, when I, I was watching this before, like you know, years ago when it aired. I was thinking, how the hell would they would Sam not assume it was them? On what planet would she think it was anybody else? However, I've heard like the Reddit stories, people described what Jenny and Snooki were attempting to do, and it makes sense, but they just yeah. couldn't say it on the show. So because they were not provided writing tools, they weren't allowed to be anywhere near a computer mm-hmm. or any pen, pen or pencil. They could not write anything. Yeah. Um, I think Jenny and Snooki, I guess, were hoping that Sam would assume it was production that wrote it right. and was because production on reality shows, they do do that. They will plant right. seeds and pretend it was the cast. Right. So I think they were hoping she would assume it was that and that and that she would assume it wasn't any of the roommates. Right. And that's why they changed those terms to make it seem like it wasn't, you know, the things that they would typically be saying, right. a.k.a. Oh, when Sammy reads this, she'll know that it, it, it was like production or not us or even if on camera, she wouldn't say like, oh, did production write this? They didn't expect her to be pointing fingers, you know, at them. And the, and Jenny and, and Snooki's alibi was sort of that they were with Sam when what they were describing happened because they're talking about the first night at bed after you left. They were yeah. with her when she left. So that's, that's sort of their alibi a little bit. That's why I think she didn't automatically assume it was them. No, I I totally agree. So Snooki types the note with her click clacky nails, which I love. Mm-hmm. Jenny tells her what to say. You know, what's funny too, is that it's, it's almost their first draft pretty much makes the cut. Like when Jenny's yeah. talking, that's pretty much what ends up on the note. I, it starts out, Sam, the first night at bed when you left, Ron made out with two girls and put his head between a cocktail waitress's breasts. Also was grinding with multiple fat women. Now, she didn't say fat women. She said women, so maybe Snooki added. It just added fat. That's so funny. She was like, no, no, no. They were fat. She's like, let me specify. (laughs) When you left crying at Clutch, Ron was holding hands and dancing with a female and took down her number. Multiple people in the house know, therefore you should know the truth. That last line, I think, is really what they thought was going to sell it, that it was production. Because it wasn't like other roommates or whatever. Multiple people in the house know, therefore you should know the truth. Now, I just have to say, this was a fucking horrible idea. It was a, this was a wrong thing to do. Now, it was great for reality <laughs> TV, but all it did was set her off and make her mad at like everybody, not just Ron. This is the wrong way to go about it. 
I mean, I don't, but like, it's not like production could sit her down and be like, Hey, watch this footage. Like you can't have that. You can't have TV where they're watching that, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what the right way to go about this was because it looks like they had tried a lot of other things. And I think they just thought this was the next best idea. I want to clarify. This is the right thing to do for TV purposes because it's hilarious. However, on a human level in real life, the right thing to do would be to sit her down and go, this is fucking what happened. And I'm sorry. I didn't tell you until now. That's I what- still think though, that production was expecting her to blow up at like what they, and yeah. we won't get into what actually happens yet, but what, what I think production was expecting and wanted to happen is that Sam wouldn't assume it was the girls at all. She would just get mad at Ron and right. probably not even care about who wrote the note, but just get mad at yeah. Ron and probably would have, if that had happened, there probably would have been a pretty big divide in the house of like girls versus guys, which kind of could have been fun. Cause you might've seen like people, you know, playing like a who's West side story of like, you know, going over and giving Intel and sharks and jets. And that could have been more fun of like, that actually happens in friend groups sometimes where people break up and their sides. But I don't think that they were expecting it to be the blowout that it was, which we're not going to get into because all we've gotten so far is the writing of the note. But I think that they were fully expecting her to just finally know the truth and her and Ron to finally be over. I agree. I, you know, and like you said, this is a a tease for the next couple of episodes, but I think this is an example of production meddling blowing up in their face. And I don't know how, like, I don't think they had any idea what to do because before they even stepped foot in the house, when they were planning for the season, I think production had an idea of what they thought was going to happen. Yeah. And completely derailed and went in a complete opposite direction. I think they wanted, like you said, they wanted her to fight with Ron and then get closer to the girls and teaser, I mean, spoiler alert, it was the exact opposite. It brought right. somehow brought her closer to Ron. And so we'll get into the details. <sighs> of that I mean, what do you do as production when your, your plot completely blows up like that? I don't even know. They definitely weren't expecting it. And so the note now, they're actually, they don't call it the note yet. Right now, they're calling it like the letter. Right. And the episode, next episode is actually called the letter because they didn't know that like, who wrote the note used to? The was gonna become from, the yeah it came from, from Sam. Sam yeah it came from Sam the iconic bitch that she is <laughs> so yeah right now it's the letter and the letter's written and you'd think that was the end of the episode but actually next Sammy and Angelina end up together which um I think could have been a good attempt to like bond but Sam just kind of accuses her and so it's a very uncomfortable hangout <laughs> she's just like coming at her like oh, if you know anything, you should tell me because we're cool and you you should tell me. And this is another example of Angelina boldly flat out lying to her. I've not seen mm-hmm. anything. I don't know anything. And yeah. that's a little sneaky of her. Yeah, and the girls try and pull Angelina back in because so all the girls end up back at the house. And while Sammy's kind of off in another room, they tell, the girls tell Angelina, like, so we wrote the letter. And Angelina's like, yeah, I want out. And that's when Snooki's like, yeah, too bad, you're in this. And this I thought was really interesting. Snooki tells Angelina, look, I told Ron, if you don't cut it out, I'm telling Sammy everything you did. But, and she, she says, but Ron threatened me. And said, if you do that, I'm going to call Emilio and tell him that you've been cheating on him the whole time you were here, Mm. which she might have cheated on him with Vinny. But Mm. whether she did or not, 
That is not, that's a bad friend. And if I were Snooki, I get that she's scared, but I would be like, well, at this point, Emilio already fucking hates me. Right. So what do I got to lose? I, I, and I hate him too. You know, and if he cheated on me, good. Let me tell him I cheated on him too. Like, I don't, I hate that, that, that Ron did that to her because that's some sketchy, bad friend shit. That's bad. Yeah. Like who does that? Ron. Ah. He's essentially saying if you tell my girlfriend about the bad thing that I actually did, I will lie to your boyfriend and say, you did a bad thing that maybe isn't even true. Uh, and I like Snooki says, if I see one more tear come down Sammy's face, it's going to be time for the letter. And I just have to say, this is a moment where Angelina had an opportunity and, and, and majorly fucked up in terms yep. of her role in the cast, because just to put things into perspective in this episode, she provided information that went into this note and then mm-hmm. agreed that this note should be written. Mm-hmm. Then when they actually wrote it, she said, I- I didn't say that. Why, why would I want that? No, I'm not part of this. Take me out of it. I didn't see anything. And so this was a moment where if she had stuck to her guns and stood by the other girls, maybe Sammy would have hated her after the note was revealed. But yeah. at least she would have been friends with Snooki and Jenny. And that would have yep. that could have changed everything. She could have stayed for the whole season. And spoiler alert, she does, <laughs> you know. I couldn't agree more. That was not the move. She fucked up, and, it, and, yep. she, and she she was trying to play both sides, and she ended up on no side. So, what are you gonna no, do? Couldn't agree more. Speaking of the end of things, I know her cookie quote is a little bit fucked up, but <laughs> I also just found these phone conversations hilarious because sometimes there's just like no talking to drunk people, even when you think right. you are. And so our cookie quote comes from Snooki being found out she was cheated on. The beginning banter I found hilarious. So this isn't going to end well, but um, do you want to be uh, Snooki or Emilio? You pick. I picked last week. I think I'd like to be Snooki this week. Okay, perfect. I was going to say Emilio. It's perfect. Great. Okay. Hello? I want to talk to Nicole. I am Nicole, and I don't want to talk to you. Nicole, I want to talk to you. No, do you know what you said to me? You fucked up. Nicole, look, are you listening? Nicole! I'm listening, stupid ass. All right, Nicole. I fucked this girl tonight. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he say it like that? Why does he say it like that? Oh my gosh, it's so funny because he's like completely ignoring the fact that she's even answering. Nicole! Nicole, are you listening? She's like, yeah, I'm talking. What? Yeah. You know what? It's giving the same energy of that Love Island clip, I think it is, where it's like, sit down. I'm sad. I'm sad. (laughs) I'm it's sad. giving that same energy. Listening. Are you listening to me? I'm listening, stupid ass. Oh, God. Can I just say really quick? This is real fast. Tangent. Uh-huh. One of my first gay crushes when I like, you know how you like realize you, you're you're queer? Like you have a moment when yeah. you're like 12, 13 where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Right after I had that moment where I was like, oh, shit, I think I like guys. My very first crush at school that I admitted to myself was my crush. His name was Emilio. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we lost contact. I know an Emilio. Well, he was seen. He had big, like, teased up hair, and he wore like oh, a, a wore, scene kid. Yeah, and he wore eyeliner. Listen, this was the MySpace era. I was very oh, I, oh yeah. And I That's looked so funny. not like that. I, I had like a bowl cut, like a Justin Bieber bowl cut, and I wore like bright colored polos. So I was very like almost preppy. We would have been an odd couple, but I was so in love with him. I and love I, that. That's so funny. <laughs> You're oh, Emilio. Well, I think that's it. 
Amazing. All right. Well, um, goodbye. Um, hello. Bye. Bye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash um hello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Libregina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.